Morning light peeked through the kitchen window. The twin sisters, Liz and Lauren, were excited about their day. There, on the patio, their mom had laid out a special tea party, just for them. Freshly baked muffins sat next to a pot of steaming tea. The smell was amazing. Liz rocked back and forth in her seat. She couldn't wait to start their adventures. Then, she remembered her sister's little bear, Barry Buttercup. Liz looked at Lauren and said, Hey, are you going to bring Barry to the tea party? Lauren felt like Barry Buttercup had had enough adventure yesterday, so she shook her head. Barry's going to stay home today. He needs a nap. They both giggled, thinking of Barry Buttercup snoozing in a tiny bed. Maybe we'll make him a trail of cookie crumbs in the grass to follow later, said Liz, making Lauren nod with a humongous grin. They went out to the backyard. Liz took a bite of a blueberry muffin and mumbled, I wonder when Daisy will come. She looked at Lauren, who was feeling happy with her butterfly cup full of strawberry tea. Just then, there was a sparkle, and from nowhere, a laugh that sounded like tiny bells. And who should appear? Daisy. She appeared with a dress that swirled like morning mist and a big smile, and she immediately started clapping her hands. She said, you did it. You passed the fairy queen's test. You both were so brave and kind. She landed softly on the corner of the tea party table. Lauren's eyes lit up. Hi, Daisy. We're so excited for today. Daisy laughed again. Come on, you girls earned it. Come see our treehouse. Treehouse? Neither sister had realized fairies live in a treehouse. They looked at each other in surprise. Let's go, said Daisy, and she zipped towards the forest. Liz and Lauren followed right behind her. Through the forest they went, the girls stepping over twigs and crunching through leaves. Daisy led the way, her wings glimmering as she flew. Liz and Lauren walked with wide eyes, scanning the green around them. At last, they stopped by a tree. Just a tree. Not tall, not wide, not glowing or floating. Here we are, Daisy announced with a smile. Liz tilted her head. But where was the magic? She thought it would look different. She looked at Lauren, who seemed to be thinking the same thing. No shining lights? No silver leaves or magical changing colors? Daisy hopped closer to the tree and pointed to a small crack right near the ground. This way, she chirped. Lauren frowned. But Daisy, we can't go in there, we're too big. Daisy reached into her backpack and pulled out some tiny glittery candies. Here, take two each, one pink and one purple. If you eat the pink candy, you'll be the same size as me, she said, handing them to the girls. Liz inspected the candies, round and shiny. Will we stay little forever? She asked, her voice full of worry. Daisy laughed. No, no. When you eat the purple candy, you'll pop right back to normal size. 
The girls looked into each other's eyes, and with a nod, they each ate a pink candy. A tingle, a giggle, and poof! Liz and Lauren were as tiny as Daisy. Wow! The world was so big now. The grass reached up to their shoulders, and the squirrels playing nearby suddenly looked as big as horses. Everything felt so different. They reached a big tree with a tiny crack near the ground. Liz and Lauren stepped closer and their eyes opened wide. The crack was not just a crack, but a door. A door to a stairway going up into the tree. Daisy took their hands and they started to walk up the stairs. The walls were all glittery and little lights like fireflies danced above their heads. They were inside the tree and it was beautiful. Around them were rooms and hallways that squiggled and squirmed like the twisty branches of the tree. Daisy led Liz and Lauren through one hall, then another. They passed tiny kitchens where fairies cooked sweet treats that smelled yummy. They moved to the right and saw a bedroom with beds the size of shells and blankets as soft as clouds. Look, giggled Liz, so cozy. All around them, Fairies of all different ages stopped and stared at the girls, amazed. They hadn't had a visitor in their treehouse in a long time. Most of them were excited, but some of them seemed not so sure. Next, Daisy showed them a playground where fairy kids were playing. They had swings that hung from threads of spider silk and seesaws made from feathers. Laughter bubbled everywhere as the fairy kids played tag and hide and seek. Liz waved to the kids, and some of them waved back shyly. The girls continued up until they reached the end of the giant staircase. Lauren figured they must be near the top of the tree now. There was a big, beautiful golden door. Daisy stopped before it and said seriously, Are you ready for the most magical room in our home? Liz nodded so hard her hair fell over her eyes. Lauren could hardly contain her smile. Daisy opened the door, and they went into a gigantic room. There, a fountain sparkled and clear, beautiful water bubbled out. That's the magical water that powers our magic, Daisy explained. Without it, we wouldn't be able to fly or use our wands. This is what keeps us alive, and this is why our treehouse is such an important secret. Lauren reached out and let a drop touch her hand. It felt cool and tingly. Careful, said a stern voice behind them. The girls turned and saw Queen Marigold, the queen of the fairies, standing with some fairy soldiers. Oh, hi, your majesty, said Liz. Welcome, Liz and Lauren, said Queen Marigold. The girls noticed a fairy man standing behind her. He didn't wear a crown, but he seemed important and was very tall. The queen smiled at the girls, but he did not. He just stared at them without smiling. Liz politely said, your home is very pretty. It's like a wonderland in here. The queen began to speak, but suddenly, the peaceful moment was ruined. A loud noise filled the air. Bring, bring! It was an alarm, loud and clear. Daisy's face turned scared, her eyes as big as blueberries. A fairy in shiny armor burst into the room. He looked directly at the taller fairy behind the queen. General, he said urgently. The goblins are trying to break into the front door. The tall fairy general stepped forward, 
looking very serious. They want our magical water, he said. He turned to the girls with a frown on his face. Did you lead them here? No! Liz and Lauren both shouted at the same time, but the general continued in a stern voice. When you came in through the front door, did you check the forest behind you to make sure no one followed you? Liz and Lauren looked at each other. The truth was, they hadn't. They had been so excited to see the fairy tree house that they hadn't thought of it. For a moment, they were scared of what would happen. The fairy general seemed so important and angry. Lauren grabbed Liz's hand. Whatever would happen, they would face this together. She turned and bravely said, no, we didn't. Daisy flew over and added, that's my fault, I forgot to check. The general ignored Daisy, turned to the queen and said angrily, we should never have allowed visitors. But the queen stayed calm. She turned to the girls and said, thank you for telling the truth. Then she told the general, find a safe place for our guests until we get rid of the goblins. The general nodded and a guard came over to Liz and Lauren. You too, follow me, he said, his voice firm but kind. He took them to a small room and shut the door. Stay here, it's safe, he told them. Daisy had to go help the other fairies, and her face looked nervous but brave, her wand ready. Through the door, they heard a voice say, all fairies must go down to the front door. We won't let the goblins in. Liz and Lauren sat in the room, their little hearts wanting to help so badly. They peeked out of a window in the door. They could see the glimmering water fountain. All the fairies had left. Then they saw something move. Shadows slipped through the windows high up on the tree. Goblins. They're swinging in on ropes, gasped Lauren. Liz was startled. Oh no, Lauren, the fairies are defending the wrong place. They knew they had to do something. They looked at each other, thinking hard. They had to warn the fairies somehow. But how could they do that from inside this room? Look, Lauren said. The goblins pulled a big black water hose through a window. They stuck one end into the fountain and water started going into the hose. They're going to take all the water. Liz felt her heart jump. Oh no, we can't let them. Lauren rubbed her chin. Hmm, I've got a plan. And she told Liz quietly. Summoning all their bravery, they climbed out of the room's window, outside onto a branch of the tree. They were still tiny, so the forest felt enormous from up here. Then they got out to the purple candy Daisy had given them before. Lauren, are you sure this branch is big enough for our usual sizes? Liz asked. Trees are strong, Liz, Lauren replied. We'll be fine. They held hands and each ate the purple piece of candy. Poof. In a blink, they were big again, sitting on the large branch, their legs dangling from the tree. They looked down from up high and saw the goblins now so tiny to them. Lauren said, quick, grab that hose. Together, they grabbed the hose with their hands and took it from the goblins. The tiny green goblins stopped and stared, their mouths open wide. One, two, three. Liz counted, 
and they tossed the hose far into the forest. The goblins squealed and leaped away, scrambling along the branches of other trees and disappearing into the forest. They were scared of the girls who were like giants to them. The sisters giggled, feeling happy to have helped. The water and the fairies were safe. The girls climbed down from the tree, careful and slow. When their feet finally touched the ground, it was with a gentle thump. Daisy, called Lauren, her voice full of hope. She looked around, wondering where she was. With a whiz and a whirl, Daisy appeared, zooming out of the tree. Her tiny face was bright like the sun. You saved us, she cheered, flying in circles around them. The goblins are gone. You are our heroes. Then with a sparkle and glow, the queen followed behind Daisy. Hello, Queen Marigold, said Liz. Brave girls, said Queen Marigold with a smile, her voice like music. We owe you so much. Your quick thinking stopped the goblins from stealing our magical water. Liz felt warm and proud inside. We're sorry that happened, she said. Lauren nodded next to her, but the queen shook her head. There is nothing to be sorry for, she said. The goblins had their eyes on our water for a long time, long before your visit. Thanks to you, their plans failed. Liz and Lauren smiled at each other. Lauren said, please make sure to watch your magic water. Promise us you'll guard it better. We promise, the queen said, nodding. Our guards will be more careful. They won't get in that easily again. And we will not forget what you have done for us today. The girls felt happy that they could help. After promising that they would always be there for the fairies, Liz and Lauren waved goodbye. Their hearts felt light and happy. Lauren looked at Liz. Time to go home she said with a smile. They started their walk back, the sunshine warm on their faces. They couldn't wait to tell their mom and dad all about their big adventure with the fairies and how they saved the day. Magical tea parties, magical tea parties.